Thank you for joining us at Music Podcast. Music Podcast, directed by amazing music teacher, Miss Wisby, is a fun place for where love can art and music can combine to give you something wonderful. First, we will talk about mass songs by William Biaki and Spencer Ryle. These songs will include Jesus Remember Me, The Glory of These 40 Days, and Give Me Jesus. We will then talk to our new after-school violin club, who featured private guitar lessons. Then we will also talk to the teacher, Mr. Keese, who will tell us more about the new after-school music clubs coming up. Spencer and William will then talk about the importance of music and video games. In CCS News, we will be interviewing Ms. Kowalski, Mrs. Shank, Mrs. Wisby, and Mary Poppins about our school musical on March 1st and 2nd. During Mass, we sing three main songs, and today we are going to share them with you. Mass songs are some of the most important parts of our worship. It helps us grow closer to God because we can understand His messages and power in song. Jesus, remember me. One of the robbers crucified with with the Savior cried out, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus responded, I tell you the truth. Today you will be with me in paradise. This humble plea of a sinner for divine mercy is more than poignant today as our Savior in heaven continues to pray for his people. We want Jesus to remember us so we can be accepted into heaven. Glory of these 40 days. The hymn text was originally written by Pope Gregory and later became a song. It is about the 40 days of Lent. We can relate to this song by making small sacrifices for the Lenten season. Give me Jesus. We sing give me Jesus because he, we want what he wants. He is the one who prayed that we would be with him and see his glory. That's all for Mass Songs. Thank you. Today we will be interviewing Mr. Keese about his violin and guitar lessons. Mr. Keese is offering violin club for grades three through five, but is offering violin and guitar lessons to CCS students of all ages. He has 11 years of of private violin and guitar teaching experience and has been the orchestra teacher for Charlottesville Waldorf School and orchestral assistant at Charlottesville High School, as well as the string ensemble uh, instructor. We gotta redo that. No, we don't. Oh, okay. Question one, tell me about yourself. What instruments do you play? How did you start playing them and how long have you played them? So I play uh, violin and guitar at a professional level. And then I also, um, I play piano just kind of for fun um, and sing also just for fun. Um, Violin, I started when I was five. So it's been 24 years, almost 25 almost 25 and guitar uh was a few years after that i think it was eight when they picked up the guitar um so let's do that math i am a musician not a mathematician it is 20 21 22 21 21 21 years on guitar um the violin was just an idea that i had this one day i don't remember what started it but i just told my parents that i wanted to learn violin and so i did um, and I started with a teacher who um, who studied at Juilliard. It was like, if you don't know, Juilliard is one of the the world's most famous and and most um, prodigious music conservatories, music colleges. And um, she actually, so she studied there, and then she taught. Um, she developed her own method of uh, writing music using colors and she taught me irish fiddle and bluegrass and that's how i started out so i i learned from a 
classically trained, conservatory trained Juilliard graduate using colors and playing fiddle music. And I only, um, I only transitioned to classical when I was in middle school. Um, on the guitar, I, my mom had one lying around and I just picked it up one day and I decided that I wanted to learn it. And so she showed me a couple chords. And by the end of the day, I, I think I had, to, I had kind of surpassed her, uh, just having, you know, played a bunch of Beatles songs and, and that kind of stuff. And actually when I auditioned for college, um, they told me I could only audition with one instrument and I ended up auditioning with guitar and violin. I walked in with two cases and I said, I have two songs to play. And they said, okay. So I, um, yeah, I've been doing both for a very long time. What is your favorite type of music to play? I actually get this question a lot because um, violin and guitar are two uh, very different instruments, even though they both have strings. Um, it's a really difficult one to answer because depending on how I'm feeling, I will tell you a totally different answer on a Tuesday than I will a Friday. Um, that being said, I think the most consistent joy that I have experienced playing music has been uh, classical chamber music. Um, and if you don't know what chamber music is, it, it basically is a group of um, classical musicians. Um, the, you know, the most famous chamber music ensemble is the string quartet, which is two violins, a viola cello. Um, and they play as a, a group together with no conductor. And so um, they have to do a lot of nonverbal communicating with their bodies and their eyes and their breathing and their instruments um, so that everyone is together and everyone is playing the music in the same way. And I think it's a really, um, it's a really just incredible way to, to play a piece of music in that, in that sort of um, connected uh, way with other people. It's, it's a, it's a very personal experience. What was the coolest experience you had performing music? That's a really great question to ask a musician. I feel really privileged to have had a lot of different opportunities to perform. It can be really hard to choose just one. I think that um, a highlight has been when back way back when I was in high school, the conductor of the New York Philharmonic orchestra had a um a classical music festival at his um property in castleton virginia um and the orchestra that i was a part of at the time was invited to or some of the, some of the players were invited to come and um and play with them so i spent two weeks playing with some members of the new york philharmonic um with lauren mizell who was the director and it was really I think a once in a lifetime experience and really grateful to have had. Do you compose your own music? How do you compose? I do compose my own music. Um, it's, it's mostly contemporary stuff. Like I write my own um, songs and then play them on guitar and sing. I haven't done a lot of writing for the violin or for string music or for string instruments. Um, and that's something that I, would really like to do more of. Um, but in terms of my, how I can, how I write my music, um, it's funny. I actually have never really developed a process for it. I sort of just write a song when it occurs to me. 
Um, I was talking to my friend about this today, actually. I, they just sort of, sort of spring, spring forth from my heart fully formed. Um, it'll take me 10, 10 to 15 minutes to write a whole song. And it's just because it just like kind of popped into my head. And, um, a lot of times I will spend a, like a lot of time figuring out how to record the song and what kind of instruments I want in it and how I want it to sound. But the lyrics and the actual music, the, the sort of meat and potatoes of the songs, um, usually just come kind of out of nowhere. It's, it's interesting. Um, and I was lucky enough, um, back in 2019 to uh, have the chance to record, um, a few of, a few of those songs with, um, my friend who's a, a recording engineer and producer. Um, and so I have an EP. It's out on Spotify and Apple Music, um, under my name, Patrick Keys. Uh, I'm really proud of it. So I maybe give it a listen. What are you offering at Charlottesville Catholic School? How can we get signed up? Well, thank you for asking about what I'm doing at CCS. Um, I'm really excited about it. I'm offering a 10 week violin club um, where students can sign up to learn the basics of playing the violin. And um, in the process, my goal is to work through some music from pop culture. Um, right now, I'm really excited about incorporating some elements from the Minecraft soundtrack, um, which just coincidentally uh, that is really good for teaching violin. I have, I have discovered, um, but you know, we're also, I'm also looking to do some stuff from, you know, from movies like frozen, um, you know, Taylor Swift is so huge right now. So I'm hoping I can find some ways to incorporate that as well. My goal is to allow a chance for students to learn the basics of the violin while having a really good time doing it. Um, and you can sign up just by sending me an email. So my email is patricksviolin at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, I'll shoot you a little, uh, a little, um, sign up form and we'll be good to go. And I'm also, I'm offering lessons, uh, private lessons for individual students that happens after, uh, club on Tuesday and then also on Wednesday. And, um, those have actually filled up pretty quickly, which I'm, I'm really excited about as well, but there are still some spaces available. So if you want to take a violin or guitar lesson from me, um, you can do the same thing. Just shoot me an email and I look forward to meeting you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Mr. Keys, and have a great day. In the game Geometry Dash, a game that uses mostly electronic music where you try to survive. A few songs we chose to talk about are Stereo Madness by Foreverbound, At the Speed of Light by Dimram47. Stereo Madness. This song is one of the most famous songs in video game history, being the first level in an incredibly successful video game, Geometry Dash. It is very chill, but with a low speed. At the Speed of Light. This song is by Dim Rains 47 and was used in three very well-known levels in Geometry Dash. Cataclysm, Bloodbath, and Bloodlust. Hi, my name is Eric. And my name is William. And we are bringing you music in your kitchen. So, music in your kitchen, what is it? Uh, so if you have this thing called a glass and this thing called a pan and then a knife or a spoon, you can hit it and it makes this thing called a sound wave. Wowzers! And sound waves sound cool if you hit them the right way on certain objects. Yes, sir. Like, for example, if I take this bean can, delicious kidney beans, and kidney hit it with so a delicious. chopstick, 
forget I said that. And that's some music in your kitchen. Yes. All right, we're gonna try and drop a song soon. One of my favorite artists is the Muppets. My my favorite song from them is Popcorn, and it, it is a synthesized instrumental written originally recorded by Gershon Kinsley. A 1972 cover version by Stan Free recorded under the name Hot Butter was a top 10 hit in the United States and Europe. One of my favorite music artists is KSL Vino. They are a fairly popular funk music producer and their music is used in a lot of videos. Their most popular songs are Chasing Disaster. Here's a sample of Disaster, which is one of my favorites. They also create additional visuals for their songs on their YouTube channel if you wanted to check out those on YouTube. Not all of their songs are on Spotify, but their full collection is on YouTube. Kowalski, we are here to ask uh, a few questions to you. Are you ready? Let's go. Question number one. What is something you are most excited for for the play? Um, I'm super excited to finally bring Mary Poppins Jr. to CCS. Um, Mr. Barnett had tried to do this show years ago, um, and it never actually uh, manifested, so I'm very excited. I think this is the first time we've done Mary Poppins here. Question number two. Is there anything special that will be in the play? I mean, I think the whole thing is special. Um, we've got some really great uh, digital projections for, uh, for the screen that we have backstage, and I'm kind of hoping that that's going to work really well to showcase Mary Poppins flying without actually being able to fly a middle schooler across the stage. Question number three. What would you like to improve on for future plays? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I think for future plays, I think the, the place where we have room for improvement um, actually lies with me. I like to take on everything and do it all myself, and that's not at all plausible, so I really would like to get more of the community, more more of the middle schoolers, more of the parents uh, involved so that everybody can have a chance to be part of this process and bring a really great show to life. And last question, is there anything students should know about the play? So obviously it's the Mary Poppins story that you know if you've seen the Disney movie and I hope you've all seen the Disney version uh, but the stage version is very different there are a number of songs that are uh, new for the uh, for the stage version a couple of things that'll be missing from the movie version uh, very notably missing but obviously when you transfer a movie to the stage or vice versa uh, there are things that get rearranged and changed to make it fit that medium or that venue 
Uh, thank you very much for answering these questions. Thank you, guys. I hope everyone comes out on Friday or Saturday of this week to see the show. I am um, kind of a, uh, I wear a lot of different hats. Um, sometimes I help with staging. Um, sometimes I help with the music. And I also have been trying to get props and costumes together. So kind of I do a lot of different things. All right. So what props will be in the play? Um, well, uh, let's see. We're trying to find a carpet bag for Stella, who plays um, Mary Poppins. Um, we're getting dresses that would be more in the period, which was the end of the Edwardian period and the beginning of uh, the Victorian period. So we're trying to get dresses for the girls to wear. Um, we're going to have, we have street sweepers and um, chimney sweepers, so we'll have some um, some brooms and um, some tools for them to carry, things like that. All right. So do you know what kind of drop, backdrop will be used? We're going to use um, pictures for the backdrop. Um, Mr. Um, um, Seibert is going to help us with that so that they'll be uh, on a screen. They'll be like the city of London. There'll be um, the homes, different homes of the people. There's a shop that the, the characters are going to be in. All right. So what are you excited for in this play? Oh, the most exciting part is the um, really the music itself because it's such a popular play and um, a lot of the songs are very famous and they're doing a fantastic job with them. So is there anything students should know? Um, come and see us. All right. We'd love to have you. You will really enjoy it. All right. Well, I will see you next time. Thank you. All right. Hi, I'm Jake, and today I'm interviewing Stella, who's going to play Mary Poppins in the Mary Poppins play. So, Stella, what are you most excited about in this play? I am so excited for just so many of the scenes because... You know, um, we've been working really hard on choreography, and I'm excited for all of the dances and, um, yeah, for all the stuff that we've worked really hard on. Sounds fun. What is one of your most favorite scenes? Um, my favorite scene is definitely supercalifragilisticexpialidocious because everyone in the entire production is in it, and it's just, it's like a lot of work um, to remember all of the lines and everything, but it's super fun. Nice. What is one of your favorite songs in the play? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious is definitely my favorite, but um, there's also a really fun song um, called Brimstone and Treacle, which is a lot less well-known, but it's really fun because it's a um, kind of a back-and-forth song between me and another nanny. Nice. How can you relate to the play? Um, I really don't relate to Mary Poppins very much, but I think that's one of the fun things about playing her is that she's just totally different from who I am. Hello, Miss Wisby. Thank you for your time. I heard there's a lot coming up in the CCS Music News with the middle school musical and after school programs. With Mary Poppins, I heard that you are helping with the music for the middle school musical. 
What is that have you been doing? What have they been working on in Mary Poppins? Great questions. I love those questions. Uh, first of all, I've been working individually with students as they learn their parts for the, uh, for the musical, as well as doing two-part songs. Um, this means that there will be more than one person singing melody and harmonies at the same time, especially in uh, Mary Poppins. That's amazing. Starting in March, I heard you are starting an after-school elementary chorus club. What is it and when is it? How can you sign up? That is a great question. So I am starting an after school elementary club for grades third, second grade through fifth grade. Um, this includes 10 weeks um, and it's $125 to sign up. Uh, students can sign up um, through our school um, our administration. With that being said, we will be doing all sorts of fun activities such as basketball, tennis ball games, and also uh, vocal warm-ups. This will also include solfege karate, where we'll do some karate work with solfege, um, <laughs> different levels. Uh, and we will also be working with uh, different songs. So two songs that we might do is Imagine Dragons, and we might even include some Taylor Swift, possibly. Uh, and they will be possibly singing at the Art Open House uh, for the few songs that they work on together. Wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. Some of you athletes out there would love that. I'm, and I love Imagine Dragons. Maybe not Taylor Swift. But okay. And also, <laughs> will you be performing? And if so, when? We are going to be performing at the Art Open House. Uh, we don't have a date yet for it, uh, but it will be one of the first Wednesdays in May, like it usually is. Um, we will start open, the Art Open House will include performances by the um, uh, choral, uh, the elementary after school choral group, um, as well as private music students, middle school music students. And there will be some soundtrack and other electronic songs as well. Wowzers. Thank you for your time. Again, thank you so much. We really appreciate it here at Music Podcast. We are doing an interview with Miss Mitchell about the After School Tap Club. Question number one, what ages can sign up for the tap club and what will the tap club look like next semester? It's from kindergarten to second grade. And it's a fun class where the kids, they learn basic steps like tap, step, flap, and it's a fun class. <laughs> Just for like, it's more like having fun and learning how to tap dance. Question number two, what types of songs will you be dancing to? What techniques will they be learning? They'll be learning like basic steps because we don't have much time. It's just an hour a week. So um, we like play games while we are dancing. We, um, it's hard. <laughs> and see, uh, the, uh, the music, right? Yeah. yeah. I try to play music that they like because usually are little girls. So it's like uh, Kids Bob songs. And yeah. And question number three, how can students and families sign up? Uh, send me an email. Um, what's my email? c.mitchell at civilcatholic.org.
thank you very much for being here for this interview. Thank you. Thank you to William and Spencer for talking about Geometry Dash and our mass talent. Eric for Music in the Kitchen, Art News, and the interview. Jake for Favorite Artist, and William for Music in the Kitchen. It was awesome to hear about the amazing art opportunities CCS is hosting this spring, from Violin Club and Private Violin and Guitar Lessons to Elementary Choir Club after school, all starting in March. I hope you come and see our middle school musical, Mary Poppins, this upcoming Friday and Saturday at 6.30 p.m. in the CCS gym. Goodbye and see you next time. Just a reminder, CC's, just a reminder, Charlottesville Symphony Orchestra is offering free tickets for their season concerts on March 17th and April 21st. Please fill out the form given in the Tuesday Teller if you are interested and would like to go. Thank you. All right, here are a few songs from our music and improv students. Uh, I hope you enjoy.